Well, good morning. It is great to be here at Asbury today. I have memories of being in this chapel. I was here at different points during the doctoral program that I was a part of, and also on Emmaus Walks. And I was even here for a celebration of life for one of the staff and one of the faculty, actually, who meant so much to so many people. There are reasons more profound than this place for why I am glad I'm here, though. As I look around, I see faces of some faculty and some professors and some mentors who have meant so much to me. And I also see some people who were connected at St. Luke when I served there, and others who have been colleagues in ministry with me for those years when I served in the Kentucky Annual Conference. And I see some faces of students from North Alabama and from Kentucky and other places who I have grown to know and to appreciate. I am glad you're here, and I'm glad to be here, too. As I thought about this time, my mind was drawn very quickly to leadership, because truly Asbury is a place that equips Christian leaders. Students come here who either already are leaders or who have great potential and then three or four years is invested in helping you to be all that you can be. There's even a specialization in Christian leadership. And I took some of those classes myself. But there's something even more important than leadership that I want to talk about with you today. And that is followership. Followership involves giving one's life to the high ideal of following. Now, you might be surprised that I would talk about following today because there's a group of leaders here. And if you go on our website in North Alabama and you look at our mission and vision statements, leadership is at the center her vision is spiritual leaders empowering life-giving congregations to transform the world. And our mission is to discover, develop, and deploy spiritual leaders to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. And that team of people you saw from North Alabama a few moments ago who stood, we're here because we're looking for leaders we're connecting with people from North Alabama, and as a commercial, we're very open to talking to others who may be looking for a great place to serve. Find us after the service. So yes, leadership is very important to me and very important to the church. But the truth is, great Christian leaders are first followers. That's what leadership is about, ultimately. It is about following, specifically following Jesus Christ. 
Now, followers can be hard to find. Perhaps you have heard the urban legend of the high school student who, when applying to a prestigious university, came upon the question about leadership. She was tired. She felt like being very candid that evening. And so she said, the truth is I'm not really a leader, but I'm a very good follower. She mailed the application and immediately began to regret it. She was concerned that she would not be accepted into this school. Imagine her surprise a few weeks later when she received a letter of acceptance and it went something like this. Dear Mary, we read your application with great interest and we decided that since we have accepted 1,268 self-proclaimed leaders, we'd do well to have at least one follower. <laughs> and truly, followership was high on Jesus' agenda. I have a challenge for you. I invite you this afternoon to peruse the Gospels and see if you can find one instance where Jesus invites someone to come and lead. It's not there. But on many occasions, he called people to come and follow him. And he continues to do that today. He calls you and me again and again to follow him on a daily basis. Sure, leadership is important, but if there's one statement that I hope you remember from this morning, it is this. The ultimate calling upon your life is not leadership. It is followership, specifically following Jesus Christ. Yes, we're called to follow, and yet that can be hard for us. It can be difficult to let go of control of our lives, to surrender ourselves to the leadership of even one like Jesus Christ. And for some of us, that's hard from the very beginning of our lives. I remember a number of years ago when my husband Lisa, my daughter, Leandra, was a preschooler. It was right after our son Andrew had been born. Leandra was so excited to have this little brother in our family, but she had not anticipated that his addition would change the family dynamics. She began to act out by being what I call overly directive. My husband, Lee, says she was very, very bossy. <laughs> and she was. She would boss her doll. She would boss her little brother. She even gave very clear direction to her mother and her father. <laughs> One day, I could take it no longer. She barked out yet another order, and I picked her up, and I looked her in the eye, and I said, Leandra Wallace-Paget, Mommy and Daddy are the bosses. You and Andrew 
are the children. Do you understand? Well, it was evident by the look on her face that this idea had never dawned upon her. <laughs> and she had nothing to say about it for two days. And then, out of the blue, she looked up at me, and she said in the sweetest voice possible, Mommy, I have a good idea. You be the boss, and I'll be God. <laughs> Now, that story has remained with me for nearly 20 years. And one of the reasons for that is because I can identify with her. Don't we sometimes act as if we're the ones in charge, even in our relationship with God? So how do we increase our ability to follow. Well, when we look at scriptures, we see that the disciples did it by spending lots of time with Jesus. They were with him for years, daily, except for those periods of time when he was off fasting and praying somewhere. And as they walked with him and talked with him and heard his stories and paid attention to how he lived his life, they began to assume his values. They began to get this concept of discipleship and of followership. And we do well to follow their lead. We do well to spend lots of time with Christ. And we know that. Of all groups of people, this is a crowd who preaches and teaches the importance of spiritual formation time, but it's harder than it sounds, isn't it? Sometimes we succumb to the temptation that ministers so often experience, and that is to shortchange our spiritual formation time in order to do ministry. But the truth is, if we're going to be thriving followers of Jesus Christ, then we must make a priority our time with him. And as we do so, it shapes us. It changes us. It puts us in a posture of followership. Pope Francis is a great example of that. He is a man who lives in adequate, but in some ways, very basic accommodations. He has assumed the name Francis in order to identify with the poor, and he has demonstrated to the 1.2 billion Catholics that he is a follower first and a leader second. We too, as we spend time with Christ, are affected and we then inspire others to want to know this Jesus who is about the business of changing us. And truly, we will be following something. We have to.
to. We can't avoid it. We dare not avoid it. Uh, For instance, there's going to be some kind of economic philosophy that we follow, and it affects how we relate to the poor and how we handle our, our money and how we respond to wealth. And then there's the matter of politics. I'm not so concerned about a political persuasion, particularly, as I am that our faith drives our politics instead of the opposite being true. And how about the matter of morality? Will we follow the culture? Will we follow the church? Will we follow Christ? We will follow someone. And when we are following Jesus, then it involves loving God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And loving our neighbor as ourselves. And Jesus really defined neighbor in a very broad way. That's what we're called to do. We're called to love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength and to love our neighbor as ourselves. G.K. Chesterton, that iconic British leader of another century, said these words, Christianity has not been tried and found wanting. It has been found difficult and not tried. This is my prayer for you and for me, for all of us here today. I pray that we will be great followers because truly leadership starts and continues with followership of Jesus Christ. And as we do so, we will find ourselves becoming better and better leaders and the world will be a better place. Let us pray together. God, we know that you call us to follow. We know that we're called to follow Jesus Christ. And as simple as that sounds, sometimes we find it very difficult to do. We pray that we may do so in deepened ways every day. In Jesus Christ's name we pray these things. Amen.